Hello, hello. Welcome to the Japistan Podcast. December is all about surprises. We've already had the first group podcast with Pujan and Leo. If you haven't seen it, go on to Japistan's YouTube channel. Yes, you've heard it correctly. There is such a thing. But today's episode is going to be a special one. The first pod where an organization slash event is introduced. I had Alexandra Polyakova on the pod. She's the event coordinator at SCI, the Stockholm International Youth Science Seminar. I've known her for years since with 24 other students from all over the world last year, we had the opportunity to participate at this event and attend the Nobel festivities. I believe participants are arriving to Sweden to begin this memorable journey. So exciting. But no more spoilers. Let's jump right into it. Hi, Alexandra. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really glad that you could be here. Thank you for having me. So December is coming up and I cannot wait to witness the novel events and festivities. And we have to talk about science because it's such a fantastic organization, but I'm going to let you expand on it and uh, really tell the listeners what the whole science experience is all about. So science is, um, or the Stockholm International Youth Science Seminar is what it stands for. Uh, it's a week-long event arranged by Unia uh, Forskare, which is the Swedish Federation of Young Scientists. Uh, and it includes many different events, but the main one is a big seminar in which the participants, which are um, international uh, young scientists invited from all over the world, uh, they present their research to Swedish high school students and other visitors. For the visitors, science is mainly a source of inspiration. Uh, they get the opportunity to see that cutting-edge science can be done by young people much like themselves, not just you know, old white dudes with beards features in most te- textbooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since much of science involves international collaboration, it makes sense to make the event international and show our students that you can be a scientist regardless of your ethnicity or culture uh, or whatever. Um, we also provide their teachers with material that they can use in class, uh, so it becomes a useful complement to their education and they can use it both in science or to practice English. Uh, and some of them might participate in science firms themselves in the future and then they can use what they've learned from science as an inspiration for their own work Uh, and for the participants that is the international researchers that we invite to present their projects uh, science is an opportunity to show off their research and practice science communication uh, on the seminar itself Uh, and during the rest of the week they get exposed to science in Sweden, Swedish culture and also enjoy social activities with each other, uh, people with similar interests, and yeah, they can grow their global network. Yes, absolutely. 
and it's it's so fantastic to witness also as well that science education and stem moving into the stem field is supported in sweden and from my own experience when we had the opportunity to present at the seminar last year and we also uh could meet there of course because you've been organizing events at uh, science and unga forskar and you've been the manager for years there i think since 2017 yeah, so 2017, I was the uh, so-called seminar assistant to the manager, uh, and then I became seminar manager in 2018. Yes, so that, that's the highlight of the timeline went down. It, it was so cool to talk to them, to actually get to know what they think about the research, and what I really liked that they were prepared, so they chose a few projects of their own, on their own that they liked, and ask questions so that open-minded um ambience of of the whole seminar and that we could network with each other was utterly amazing mm -hmm. wonderful to hear yes and I know because uh, a lot of my friends have mentioned that, oh, science sounds so cool. How can I apply for it? So what is the nomination or exception procedure? You are eligible to participation in science if you are aged from 18 to 25 uh, and have done a scientific, technological, engineering or maybe mathematical research project. Um, but you have to be selected for science by one of our participating organizations. Uh, our participating organizations base uh, nominate someone for science and then we just welcome that person. Uh, yeah, once we've double checked that they meet our requirements. Yes, and they also have to submit a poster, an abstract. So this is what the summer is all about. It was also really cool to meet Adam, who was sent mass of this year. And I know that, for example, in Hungary or perhaps like in other um countries in Europe it works that way that the organization that um, is responsible for hosting the innovation contest is sending the students. It's, it's a great opportunity especially because it's linked to such a grand event it's like the Oscars of science we can say that and that's the novel event. So which novel events can the students attend and what's it all about? That can vary a little bit from year to year. Um, so the Nobel lectures, for example, are open to the public, so we can, of course, attend those, and we usually do. Uh, if we have a participant from the same country as a Nobel laureate, uh, we try to arrange a so-called embassy visit. So usually if there is a Nobel laureate from, let's say, for example, the U.S., uh, then our participants that come from the U.S. can attend their reception at the U.S. Embassy. Yeah, it was the case uh, last year, I remember. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, and, well, of course, we have the big Nobel festivities at the end of the week. Uh, so last year we had the honor to be invited to the Nobel reception, uh, during which all the Nobel laureates are welcomed, and it's kind of a mingling event. Uh, we went to the prize ceremony at the concert hall. Uh, two of our participants got the great, great honor of attending the Nobel dinner in the Golden Hall in Stockholm City Hall. 
the rest of us had a more private dinner in the same building, uh, but still the same amazing food. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, there is the Nobel Nightcap as students arranged party that is a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it was. I think the theme also varies year by year. So last year was circus. Do you know what is gonna be this year? Uh no. Okay, so it's a surprise until that time. Yeah, you you usually never know until you actually enter the the party. Yes. So very secretive <laughs> <laughs> the gastronomy is amazing um i remember like at the mingling event you know those nobel laureates are surrounded by many people and we were in little groups and trying to approach the laureates when we had an opportunity to do so so we had to wait until their conversation of course is over and then have a few words a little chat with them and a picture and you know those little moments those few minutes make such a big difference we were talking about the seminar but as an organizing committee i know that there is a bunch of work going behind the scenes so how do you prepare for the seminar in the week? Oh dear. Um, <laughs> so we prepare science for about a year. Uh, so as soon as the science week is over, uh, you start working with selecting a new organizing committee so that they can get started in roughly two to four months, uh, depending on the circumstances. Mm -hmm. uh, so the organizing committee consists of a project manager uh, vice project manager. Uh, we have an international coordinator that is responsible for all international communications with participants and organizations. Uh, there is a seminar manager and assistants that plan and organize the seminar-related events. Uh, a finance manager and assistants that um, take care of all the money matters. They look for sponsors. They uh, talk to universities if they want to uh, come and uh, yeah send representatives to the seminar. Uh, we have an events manager that plans all social activities, uh, graphic designer, communications manager that makes the catalog, social media posts, merchandise, and much, much more. Uh, and since last year, we also have a person responsible for planning all the meetings. Uh, yeah, and finally, uh, there is a logistics manager that plans out all transports and accommodation. Uh, so once the organizing committee gets started, we sort of work on uh, yeah, planning all of our, uh, our responsibilities, a lot of spreadsheets. <laughs> and yeah, we work continuously from spring to December. And all of us live in different places, but we regularly get together at our office in Stockholm to discuss ideas with each other so that everything is synced and comes together as an entity. Wow, yeah, there's there's a ton of work put into it. And yeah. what we witness by December is a product um, or a fruit of your ongoing work for nine months. And I think you also do a really good job at... Um, trying to 
you know, um, break down those borders between the students in the first couple of days so that we could really have a good time. So I remember on the first evening, you organized these little introduction, introductory games and uh, we got to know each other a little bit more. Uh, we were organized in pairs and we had to say things that are common in us and things that differ. So th those were really nice. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to see how people make friends and, yeah, keep in touch even after the seminar is over. I mean, even now, yeah. uh, you can see people writing to each other every once in a while, so it's... Yeah, our WhatsApp group is still active. <laughs> and also like how collaborations are born just in a bracket that um, I'm glad to work with uh, Eric and Frederick on synthetics. Uh, that is, I think is such a cool initiative. Um, I've had Eric previously in the podcast. Not all about that one week, but also the product of that. And it's, it's such a nice alumni network that you're also building. We've talked about culture as well. And you also focus on the importance of exposure to Swedish culture and costumes. So we know Shudbular, but what are uh, <laughs> the must-show uh, elements to the participants? Uh, well, yeah, since this is taking place during the holiday season, it's, yeah, Swedish Christmas traditions are a must. Uh, so we usually try to take you to a Christmas market. Uh, last year we visited Skansen, an open-air museum and zoo, where we also had a so-called U-boat, which translates as Christmas table. So it's a buffet of traditional Christmas foods like pickled herring, meatballs, casserole, much more. Last year we tried an entirely new concept, uh, which was a midsummer-themed dinner. Uh, so in Sweden, we celebrate midsummer in June with games, songs, and of course, uh, uh, traditional food. Um, we hadn't tried it before, and it felt a little bit weird to have midsummer theme in the middle of winter. Um, but I think it was a lot of fun. Um, then there is another winter tradition, but I don't want to describe it here because we usually make it a surprise for the participants. I, I, I don't want to make any spoilers. Okay, no, no spoilers <laughs> here. <laughs> the food was second to none. And I think that it's also important not just to show the history of one's culture, but to also satisfy our taste buds. So I can, I can allude to that. Just as a little, we can say, STEM shout out, because I usually do that on the podcast. I think it would be a perfect time so you could tell about a way that the Swedish listeners can uh, show their support for size. So how can one do that? Of course. So for anyone listening in Sweden, you are very welcome to visit the seminar, which will be this year on the 9th of December at Scandinavian Circus in Stockholm. Uh, if you cannot attend in person, there will be a live stream that you can watch online. Uh, and if you think size is a good initiative, and is working for a great cause, there is something called the Science Association, uh, which is uh, basically its own small organization that works to support uh, the organizing committees. So if you want to show your support uh, for science, you can become a member of that association and it's completely free. Um, we have some more information about that on science.wordpress.com uh, and you can find information about everything I just said, how to become a member and how to attend the seminar.
Yes, you won't regret it, guys. Listen to these wise words, and I also will link the website um, down below in the bios so that anyone can reach it and just click on that link. Okay, <laughs> we've mentioned a little bit about the collaboration between young scientists. So you've been working there for two, two and a half years now. So how do you see that blossom between those great minds? Uh, yeah, in many ways. Uh, for example, I'm a big fan of uh, synthetics, which you've already mentioned. Yay! <laughs> uh, an initiative by Yeri Kaplan. Uh, and there's you and another participant from science, I think, Fredrik. Fredrik, right? yes. Uh, are also taking part. Uh, so I think it's absolutely amazing that events like SAIS can contribute to the formation of a collaboration like that. Yes, um, I remember. So I think one of the initial point was when we had the debate night or the topic varies every year and we've had debates on um, biotechnologies, how it affects um, ecology and humans, so other topics. And we had two teams, one for it and one against it. And it was really nice to dig deeper into a topic that will definitely determine the upcoming years in the future. And, you know, you cannot know what a single um, debate night can bring forth in the future. Great to hear that you liked it. Yes. And can you tell what this year's is going to be about or a little spoiler or they have to wait for it? I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's secret, but I haven't heard from organizing committee if they have decided on anything yes okay I, I think they should have decided but i don't know what it is or, i can try to find out <laughs> yeah you you can text me because i'm i'm really curious <laughs> uh, i do know though that they will be launching a new concept of the main seminar which are panel discussions oh, yeah. uh, so previously we've had like a standard format that all participants have their poster and their uh, presentation on stage. So all of you basically did the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but this year we're trying to uh, divide the participants into different groups. So I think that some of them will be giving a presentation uh, and some of them will be participating in a panel discussion. So on stage uh, there will be well, maybe something similar to the ethics seminar, like a discussion between a few participants and with a moderator. Um, I don't know uh, a lot of details about how it will look like, but yeah, I guess we'll see uh, on seminar day how it turns out. It sounds so cool. And I also saw the introductory videos of the participants. The Insta game has really leveled up and I really enjoyed the interactive quizzes as well. But it's really cool to see a little bit of sneak peek of what those young scientists do. About the discussion panel, can the audience ask live questions? How is it going to work? I'm not sure, actually. Okay, I was just curious. So I, can, I, would, yeah. Yeah, I, would, I would guess that the, I mean, we usually let the audience ask questions during the presentations, but I don't know what they're planning for the panel discussions. Okay, okay. Uh, we'll figure it out now. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's really cool that you also added that um, feature 
to the seminar as well. I enjoy storytelling and what I love more is hearing other people's stories. So are there any memorable experiences, moments you would like to share from the past years? Oh, I have a lot of great memories to choose from. <laughs> uh, the local facilities are, of course, an amazing experience. Uh, I learned a lot from your presentations and our social activities are a lot of fun. Um, but I would say that the most rewarding thing by far is uh, seeing how happy you are at the end of the week. Uh, so, for example, in 2017, we had one participant who wrote a personal letter to everyone in the organizing committee expressing her gratitude for the experiments. Mm. Uh, and when you get something like that, after one year of really hard work, it's incredibly hard for me to know that uh, it's been appreciated. Wow, it must really have warmed your heart in that yeah. cold Swedish winter time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's so sweet to, to receive that positive feedback, those words of affirmation. Um, it's so nice to, to hear. And you're also one to get focus a little bit on you because you are doing your master's in the Netherlands right now in analytical chemistry. So you're doing a lot of stuff. How can you balance that with your work at science? Uh, so I'm not involved in uh, particularly science anymore. I'm still doing some work for uh, the Federation of Young Scientists. Uh, one that is more, more compatible with doing uh, on distance and requires uh, fewer meetings. I mean, if I still would have worked with sciences, probably would have been um, a little bit tough to have to fly to Stockholm that often for meetings. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still uh, the president of the Science Association that I previously mentioned. Yeah, it's a lot of work, but I don't like to be bored, so <laughs> <laughs> I kind of enjoy it. I mean, young, the, the Federation of Young Scientists and everything that it does uh, has meant so much for me when I was in high school. Uh, so when I volunteer for any other projects, I feel like I'm doing something very, very valuable for other people. It's just an enjoyment to, to sacrifice some time. That's really beautifully put. I was just curious, have you participated at science fairs because you said you were involved um, in their work when you were in high school? Uh, no, not in science. Uh, I participated in the Swedish science fair, which is just for Swedish students. Uh, so we have uh, a science fair for... Swedish high school students, where they present their uh, high school graduation project, which you do if you are on the um, natural sciences track in high school, then you are required to do like a research project to graduate. That sparked the inspiration, and you've continued to pour into the STEM fields in the uh, next years. What is one or two words that would describe science in your opinion? Something like widening your horizons about science and culture. Yeah, what, 
what young people can do. Very straight to the point and really encapsulates the meaning and the purpose of doing science and the, the whole event. We wish you all the best, a very fun, eventful, inspiring, educational all that week. And I hope that... Um, the students will enjoy it as much as I had the possibility to do in the last year. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. So make sure to go on the Sciences Instagram site. I will provide a link below and also follow the pod on Instagram. You can always tune into the audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, and of course, SoundCloud. Thanks for taking a few moments of science with us.